Armstrong and Getty. The birthplace of talk radio. I hear all these idiots and fools and jackasses on radio. What an introduction that was. Holy God. My gosh. Nobody does it better. Kids, we don't want another incident here, okay? Yeah. It's such a bizarre world. I apologize for that. All right, go, go. It was a debate. <laughs> this is Ed McMahon. And now, he... Armstrong and Getty. Getty. Live from Studio C. C, Senior. It is a dimly lit room. It is deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty communications compound. There was a show that was going to bring you all the news of the day, and that show was us. And today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. General manager. In 1975, there was a general manager of an ice cream store in Asbury Park, New Jersey, and there was a little boy <laughs> who ordered a double scoop of Rocky Road, and he wanted that ice cream so badly, he took uh. a lick and both scoops fell to the floor. And that general manager said, sorry, our policy is no refunds. You'll have Ooh. to buy another double scoop. And that little boy was me. Wow. That's a good story. Thanks. Kamala Harris is our general manager. It's impactful. Oh, it'll get a lot of talk for 24 hours. Zip, diddly, doo, da, hit, hoo. It's a good tune right there. Like that tune. Ba-da, poo. Bum, bum, bum. Poo? More drums. Um, More more cowbell. Could I just start with all the statistics that will show you the majority of people don't care who somebody picks as a vice presidential candidate and then move on to all the data that shows it makes no difference. Her fascinating voting. early career next. <laughs> it then we'll move no, through the it makes middle n- part of no her career. No difference. <coughs> Going back to 1970, nobody can find any example of it making any difference. Oh, on how come on, there's vote. some good gossip here. Really good. Now gossip. that's a different question. Gossip's a different question. Oh, I got something yeah. I'm going to unleash at the uh, bottom of this hour that I came across last night on the social media that I think is a damned interesting discussion. Probably has more to do with social media than Kamala Harris mm. and America's current climate. Mm. But, uh, you know, that all ties together. Um,. I really enjoyed. Uh, I, I was pretty. I was pretty pleased to see that the Trump campaign seemed to be locked and loaded with an ad and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Showed a, an ability of strategizing and everything like that that I wasn't sure they had. Of like, you know, it's going to be one of these four people, right? Maybe have an ad ready to go, and, and they did, right? Yeah, Which, I haven't uh, seen it. How oh, do yeah, you like we, it? We got to play the ad. We got to play the audio for that. That's that's that we got that, and that's it's pretty good stuff. It's it's pretty powerful. Well. You know, there's 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 stuff there to attack. It, you know, again, all, all data would show you it doesn't make any difference. But, um, I I agree with. I wish I remember who was that said it because it is absolutely right. In this particular case, it is incredibly important and inconsequential, which couldn't you wouldn't think those things could be true at the same time. You're blowing my mind. But in this case, it is. Uh, it's incredibly important because, as you keep saying, you, you you would bet your own money that Joe Biden wouldn't finish his first term. Absolutely. A substantial chunk. Some of that Tesla stock I should have bought. I'd have so much money I could bet on everything. But I still think as, who? what pundit did I see? Oh, Carl Rove said, it's still, you either vote for Trump or Biden. Uh, True. 
Yeah. Yeah. I think the Veep choice will loom larger than normal because Biden is so clearly, at best, a transitional president, a one-termer. At, you know, at longest. And, and, and again, I'm willing to wager significant amounts of money he doesn't finish his term. For 25th Amendment reasons, he wow. just croaks it. Wouldn't that be exciting if that actually happened? If the cabinet actually got together and had a vote on whether or not? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be worth chatting about. Yeah. It's like the oh, kids boy. having a discussion to take, you know, dad's keys away from him. Except I think it would be completely non-controversial. Who would be the, the, the person, the group that would stand up and say, this is a coup. This can't happen. We need the bold leadership of Joseph Biden in this country. <laughs> He's also got the personality, I think, where he'd say, you know, I, 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 I disagree. But uh, if that's the way people feel, you know, that's fine. Unless he agrees. Or, or he agrees. Jack. Why the hell am I going to take a test? Are you a junkie? <laughs> yeah, he might have an old man anger explosion now that I think about it. Anyway, let's introduce everybody in the squad before we get on to the news of the day. There's our board operator. Oh, and it's official. There's not going to be a most college football, right? That's official. Uh, so it would seem. There Big are a couple leagues holding 12, out. But... And, and this may shock you. I'm starting to understand why they did it. Okay. Yeah, and I have more sympathy today than I did yesterday. Joe's on board with crushing young people's dreams. Well, that's a, you know, a brief summary of my opinion. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, there's our board operator, Michelangelo, president buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. Hi, this morning, Michael. Good. I'm picturing Joe Biden getting uh, sworn in as president. Then he looks to the camera. The moment it's done, resigns, and Kamala Harris just walks up and swears. And I'm out. out. Yeah. Wow. Like right there on the spot. You know, that's something I don't know, legally speaking, constitutionally speaking, what the processes for resigning is there paperwork or a there's no vote or anything like that is there anything that needs to happen other than the president saying i'm done at i think that you ought to moment, put it in writing but other at than that, that moment at the moment the president says i done i resign is the other person president um I, the constitution doesn't speak to that uh, but they could certainly say as of x date and time i resign I mean, I wouldn't do it like effective now. Yeah, I'd give two weeks notice Seems to rude. my employer. Right, you, you should give two weeks courtesy. notice to your employer, the American people. Right, right. Because, like, if somebody's assassinated, I just remember that from reading the uh, LBJ book or whatever, you know, they did the swearing in on the plane and everything like that. But constitutionally and legally and everything else, the moment the president was dead, the vice president was president without any paperwork vote, no, signing nothing. Indeed. It's just a fact. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wonder if the president said, that's it, I'm out, see. Automatically, she's president. Here's another wager for you. And a personal note. Every time the president takes the oath, and I'm watching the inauguration, I've watched several now, I'm nervous for them because some of the stuff they're supposed to repeat that the Supreme, uh, the, the Chief Justice says... Uh, I, uh, you know, Donald J. Trump, I, Donald J. Trump, do uh, solemnly swear to carry out the offices and blah, 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 the president and defend the Constitution against foreign domestic enemies, so help me God. And it, there's one chunk of it that's fairly long, okay? I'd be willing to bet money Joe Biden gets halfway through and flounders. You're in a gambling mood. And says, <laughs> you're just betting left and right. You might have a problem. <laughs> you have a problem. Why the hell would I take a gambling test? Bingo. Are you a junkie? Bingo. <laughs> he gets halfway through and says, defend the Constitution against a, a foreign... A, 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 you know the thing. It could happen. 
That would be a bad start. I saw, I thought it was pretty good last night. Finally, someone who can drive at night. <laughs> that was pretty funny about Kamala Harris. Oh, oh boy. Who said that? I must follow that oh, person on Twitter. That's yeah, unkind. That's improper. <laughs> there is a positive Sean whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. Uh, I, uh, I too, was uh, happy to see that, not happy to see, it was, it was uh, interesting to see how quickly the uh, Kamala Harris anti- um, attack ad. Where are my words? I don't know. Can't Gee, find them. It's Joe uh, Biden-esque so far. Yeah, yeah. I, take I'm, a deep breath. Hmm. You know what? Why the hell would I take a test? I'm, I'm out. I'm out. I'm seeding the rest <laughs> of my time. You know the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, someone that can drive at night. That's a funny comment. <laughs> wow. <that's, laughs> it's unkind to uh, to our seasoned citizens. That's why it doesn't sit well with me. Do I want to do a tease? Yeah, I'll, uh, I don't know if it ruins it or not. Have you been following hashtag heels up oh. about Kamala Harris oh, around golly. the whole Willie Brown thing? Oh, golly. Oh, that's that. Mm, that's careful now. <laughs> oh. Right. And how that got started and what that means about the media and whether that was Russians or d- d- who knows. Uh, but <laughs> there are a number of similar uh, themes and memes out there. About but, uh, her her early uh, ascension in California politics. But I'll talk to you about how I came across that last night and you know, tracing back the origin and everything like that. And it just it seemed, well, it's easy to manipulate opinion in, uh, in, uh, in the world right now. Easier than it's ever been. Mm. No doubt about it. Um, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. How did it get to be already? Wednesday, August 12th, the year 2020. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. We hope we can manipulate you into staying tuned because the show officially uh, begins now according to FCC rules and regulations at Mark. Slow Joe and phony Kamala. Perfect together. Wrong for America. Yeah, we'll, we'll play that whole ad for you later. Oh, boy. Political ads. <laughs> Slow Joe and phony Kamala. Got to be exciting when you're young. I don't know. Because now that I'm an around. old, bitter, middle-aged guy, oh, yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah. for goodness sake. Yeah, it's, <laughs> after a certain number of elections, they have zero impact on you. Because you're used to that voice and that approach. And right. it's just Do they commission a new ominous music bed for each of these? Or is there just like an endless catalog of them that they all pull from? <laughs> I think it's probably the latter. Uh, I actually heard a woman, and it's, it's uh, almost always a woman... And she looked and sounded precisely like this woman always looks and sounds, telling me, I believe this election is the most important election of our lifetimes. And I just, I guffawed. (laughs) I love those montages of people saying that about every election since television has existed. Oh, yeah. If Walter Mondale gets elected, this will be the most, oh, come on. What if it's always true, though? Because all the elections in the past have no bearing on my future. That's, that's the only the, election in history that can affect my future is this next one. Wow, you're blowing my mind again. <laughs> um, how's mailbag look? Oh, it's outstanding. It includes some rather troubling uh, missives. I'm worried for the sanity of some of our listeners. On what topic? Uh, it take too long to explain. Okay, okay. There's some serious wackadoodliness coming up in mailbag. Okay. Uh, our text line is 415-295-KFTC. We'll cover it all. Armstrong and Getty.
The Armstrong and Getty Show. The coronavirus pandemic is causing a national shortage of Dr. Pepper. There you go. We're going to be on that story all day long. What now? You heard it. <laughs> the coronavirus pandemic is causing a national shortage of Dr. Pepper. And I like that gentleman's tone of voice. It is the proper level, level of somberness. Wow. For such a crucial story. The coronavirus pandemic is causing a national shortage of Dr. Pepper. Great Scott. Now this. Mailbag. Oh, boy. Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day from H.L. Mencken, especially uh, uh, relevant today. A national political campaign is better than the best circus ever heard of, with a mass baptism and a couple of hangings thrown in. Oh. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. Just got this email seconds ago from a series of numbers. Nixon sent one sentence to the Secretary of State, effective noon tomorrow. Secretary of State? Wonder why he sent it to the Secretary Say of State. Say that again. Like, his resignation, one sentence. Oh, okay. I, I, yeah. I, I was listening. Yeah, long. I'm sorry. I should have reset that. It, yeah. it was six minutes ago. I thought My you apologies. meant Richard Nixon, back when he was president 50 years ago, <laughs> sent something to the Secretary of State in the future 50 years and it lands tomorrow. I apologize. I, was, I thought, wow, what could it possibly be? I got be? a lot going on and I forgot <laughs> that that's right. The conversation took place several minutes ago. When Nixon resigned, it was one sentence set to the, sent to the Secretary of State saying, I'm resigning the office of the presidency tomorrow so, at noon. So Biden could take the oath of office and say, I officially resign and Kamala Harris would be president. And I as long as you got the Chief Justice there with the Bible and his mitts. Swear her in. You don't have to do that, though. That's a formality, as I said okay. earlier. That's Okay. Wow. That's possible. It's unlikely, but the, it's possible. The Johnson took the did the Bible thing on the plane to have a photo op to send to Russia and everybody else. Look, somebody's in charge here. Don't think everything's off the rails. Mm-hmm. We're good here. But uh, legally, he was president the moment Kennedy died. Right. Didn't need to do anything. Note here from David, he points out that in honor of your former Finnish newsman, Marshall, Kamala means Horrible in Finnish. How about that? Sleepy, creepy Joe and horrible Harris, he says. Jeez. <laughs> David, is, I, I don't think this What is, is Trump going with? Slow Joe and phony, phony Kamala. She's slow Joe and phony Kamala. She is completely <laughs> through and through phony. Oh, she, she does not have one, a single principle no, nor belief. No, but that's that's not uh, unique to politicians I mean, or, or with politicians. That you ought to have one principle. <laughs> that probably puts her in a group of like, a third to forty percent of them that have nothing. I'm not going to set fire to harp seals. She would flip flop on that and set fire to a harp seal tomorrow if it would serve her career. <laughs> As would a lot of politicians, which unfortunately is yeah. the case. We we're discussing yesterday uh, the the pickle. As a food, and specifically on Chick-fil-A sandwiches, it is a delicious addition. Positive Sean says he takes it off. I don't take it off. I, I order it without. Oh, you cannot. Okay. You did, that's right. part of the problem with the pickle. Okay. Once the All pickle's right. on the sandwich, you take mm. it off, you still got the pickle flavor. Mm. Al writes, I've worked at Chick-fil-A in the past and used to scoff at every feminine child that ordered no <laughs> wow. pickle on their sandwich. That's... I put 12 pickles on my sandwich when I eat there. Sean is a lady. Go home to your cat. <laughs> Sean is a lady. There's all kinds of problems with that. I mean, there's so many problems with that. That email is fraught, as they say. Yeah. Continue with your 12 pickle sandwiches, sir. I'm sure the ladies love it. Go home to your cat, lady. I'm that way with onions. Just like if it touched an onion, it's too much onion for me. 
Get out of here. Uh, Here's a note from Aileen Anonymous. Uh, Is it called pickle filet? No, it's called (laughs) Chick-fil-A. This is a huge change in tone. Okay. Just warning. Yes. Okay. George Floyd was a false flag. He didn't die. The two cops are crisis actors, and both can be seen in the false flag Sandy Hook shooting. One was a guard, and the other played Robbie Parker, father. So this is a person who actually believes the horrific murder of those children in Sandy Hook was fake, and that a couple of the so-called crisis actors appeared in the latest George Floyd drama. And interestingly enough, this person, this she's a woman, Signs off with her full name and her place of business and all of her contact I have a, a couple of acquaintances who believe that stuff uh, wholeheartedly. Not How's that model? Optimum self-sufficiency. All right. There you Probably go. Probably the leader. Is that a QAnon thing? I don't know As what it a, is. As a woman who... It's an insane thing. A woman who embraces the QAnon thing got uh, won her primary yesterday and is almost certain to be a member of the House. It's, uh, it's insanity is what it is. Uh, do we have time for this? I think we do. Joe, you're giving Lori Lightfoot, Mayor of Chicago, way too much credit for a sudden 180 on the riots. She makes it clear that the rioters moved into the Gold Coast neighborhoods. Most likely the multimillionaires in that area called her ass up, very pissed off, probably threatened to cut off the campaign donations. Only when her elite liberal friends had violence visited upon their neighborhoods did she finally see the light and change her tune. Mm. Uh, Stan, nice uh, nice call, Stan. That I think you're probably right. That absolutely could yeah. be it. Uh, a conversation I'm not comfortable about, but probably needs to happen. Uh, well, we're the show for it. Coming up. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Harris clearly wasn't picked for her personal charm. More than 30 years ago, she dated a man called Willie Brown. He was later the mayor of San Francisco. She was 29 years old at the time. Brown was 60 and still married. Brown launched Harris's political career. He knows her very well. Last week, Brown publicly urged Joe Biden not to pick Kamala Harris as his running mate. But it turns out Willie Brown's opinion no longer matters in the Democratic Party. Okay. So, um, I'm uncomfortable with this conversation. I was actually researching this last night and trying to decide if I even want to talk about it, let alone how to approach it. Mm. I, I, I am not comfortable with, well, first of all, I think the idea that people criticizing women in politics is always sexist is so overblown. Oh, it's it's a dodge in general. It's just to try to get you not to criticize. For instance, for the last week or so, with, when Kamala Harris was at the top of the list of of uh, pundits, pundits talking about who is going to be Biden's VP pick, a lot of people were saying she's too ambitious, and then other people were really pushing back hard that that is a phrase that you only use at women. That's a that's a sexist term. None others were saying, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> some some people clearly want to be president more than they want to be anything else in the world. Right? Ted Cruz, Hillary Clinton, Kamala Harris, lots of people. It's not a it's sexy. But anyway, I think most of the time these claims of uh, you know you're just being you just don't like women are overblown. But on the sex stuff, I do think there's a double standard. Um, Mm, maybe because we've had a lot of dudes that were uh super pigs and they you know they get a tremendous pass for it do they though ever since clinton it's been a huge thing calling people out for their sexual peccadilloes and affairs and whatever 
I mean, it went on for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks with Trump. Everybody wanted to talk about every single allegation. Well, to a certain extent also, then it always breaks down among uh, if it's my side or their side. If it's my side, I excuse it. If it's the other side, I don't excuse it. Yeah, sure. Uh, But uh, as Tucker Carlson pointed out there last night on his show, uh, she was dating Willie Brown way back in the day. Willie Brown, if you're not a Californian, he was the most powerful politician in California for decades. Yeah, he was uh, mayor of San Francisco. He was the speaker of the assembly. He ran the state. And as a 60-year-old married man, now how married he was, I don't know. If you've ever been divorced, you unfortunately know that you know it can take six months a year to get divorced and you you haven't been together in a long time so it's just a technicality your your big heavyweight political marriages it's it's over it's all over but the but he was technically he was technically married he was certainly 60 years old and according to Tucker carlson kamala harris was 29 i've heard 30 i think 20 probably sounds more exciting because then she's in her 20s and he's 60 but that is quite the age gap and she uh she dates him and man she has a tremendous rise in politics in california uh, being oh, in a yeah. relationship with the most powerful guy in the state. Well, to put it simply, if Willie Brown says you're picking her, you pick her for uh, uh, DA in, in San Francisco or whatever. You say, yes, sir, Mr. Brown, thank Without you. Without a doubt. Yeah, I mean, that's it, period. So he vaulted her into the upper echelon of California politics because they were lovers. You know, she's also pretty bright, obviously. And as I said to Judy, you know, he gave her the ticket, and she's done pretty well with it. On the other hand, in a one-party state with really insular politics, like corrupt she was handed her political career because she was Willie Brown's lover. You're willing to say because? Because, yeah, I don't know that it's because. I, I'm he, not he saying been, she's without talent. He might have been sleeping with the smartest woman he knows. Again, very well could have been. She took the ball and she ran with it. She hasn't screwed it up. Although, you tell me exactly how if the Democratic Party said, yeah, she's going to run to replace uh, that doddering old numbskull Barbara Boxer. It's Kamala Harris. Of course she's going to get elected. Yeah. I've always had a problem with the it's not what you know, it's who you know. It only matters who you know if they think you're really good at it most of the time. (laughs) Or good enough. Or good, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that's it. But anyway, um, so that's an interesting story. But yeah, it is. How important it, is it? Does it make any difference? I mean, ultimately, it doesn't seem to make much difference to people who the VP pick is in general anyway, right. no matter how they got there. It's not so, disqualifying, but it is interesting. So then I thought it was also interesting, and not as much, again, about Kamala Harris's personal life is about the way media works in the modern world. I'm kind of doing a Twitter feed, and I come across a, a tweet that says, I am a Republican, and I am disgusted by hashtag heels up. It disgusts me. I'm uh, My side isn't supposed to do this sort of thing. Hashtag heels up shouldn't be trending on Twitter, and Kamala Harris's personal life and who she slept with shouldn't matter. And I thought, boy, you're sure mentioning the hashtag a lot <laughs> and putting the whole story right there in your tweet. Wait a minute. And the person had, you know, a few followers and they like seemed like a nobody. And I thought, there's no way this isn't either. It's uh, it, it could be Russians. It could be Trump folks. It could be Chinese. It could be anybody. But it what it wasn't was 
some Republican who's horrified that their side is mentioning the, the first I can place, smell Putin's cologne. The only please. reason I even know hashtag heels up exists right. is from that person. That outraged Republican. Who, who for all I know, maybe even started the, the hashtag. And, the, and that's kind of the conundrum of the trending, quote unquote, on social media and online, is that somebody doing that, right, pretending or actually condemning it, it registers this as the same sort of engagement as somebody saying we need to be talking more about said hashtag, right? right? So you, you, it's easy to get that up in the trending thing by playing both sides. But so obviously, I, I clicked on hashtag heels up, and yes, there's a gazillion people who would comment on it on, on all kinds of different ways. Uh, a lot of them pretty awful and pretty 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 sexist to my mind. Unless you feel the same way about uh, other politicians, and I doubt that you do, but. Um, you know, maybe you feel that there are people I know there are people that think that sort of character matters greatly to being president. I think I used to think that I don't anymore. I just if if somebody who cheats on their wife is a small government personal liberty conservative, I'm going to vote for them over the, uh, you know, perfect character, but likes giant government and high taxes. I just right. am right. I'm not going to marry him, but I'll vote for him. Yeah. 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 If if I were with the Trump campaign. And I wanted to make a big deal of this, and uh, I don't, I don't know that that would be fair. But I would say, look, the Willie Brown is one of the most powerful politicians in the state. This is so clearly a hashtag Me Too thing. This is this is sexual harassment of the worst sort. This is the you're going to have sex with me if you want to get anywhere in politics, and then take that tour. Was it uh, consensual? Was it fun? Uh, was it a hashtag Me Too thing? There's a power imbalance, according to everything you espouse. And remember how savage this woman was uh, with Brett Kavanaugh and condescending and hurtful. Well, that's and just, a good point, right just there. Just rotten. She, 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 she moved up several pegs in the Democratic Party by being so brutal in the Kavanaugh hearings. Right and unfair. Do you feel that same way about Willie Brown? Yeah. Yeah, what about uh, what happened there? Did he exploit you? He's still alive. Let's call him to account for that. It was it was practically rape. Yeah, I'm uncomfortable what happened there. I'm uncomfortable with that cuz I don't think that whole power imbalance thing is automatically, you know, a crime. Um but there there also is the difference men can't f- f- except in very unique situations. Men can't sleep their way to the top. Well, now that we got really a in... woman on the VP ticket, maybe we can. <laughs> right? Finally, our rights. It's just not really an option. So, how much of a how much of a uh, ding on your personal record is that as a politician? Since men can't really do it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. How and, interesting! And wow. again, <laughs> I've seen her on stage enough to know she's freaking sharp. I remember when I started seeing her hearings, I thought, man, she is. She is a badass. She is tough. She is good. Mm. So she, she, so it's not a hey, wait, a, how did you get here? Oh, okay, you dated Willie Brown. No, you can easily see her rising to that position. She rose awful damn fast. But then some people do. Barack Obama rose amazingly fast. He didn't sleep with anybody to do it. They just recognized political talent when they saw it. Yeah, but I would point out Barack Obama is one of the most uh, uh, charismatic and and capable politicians I've ever seen. I think she is, too, in small doses. <laughs> in very yeah, small the doses. The people of America made their ruling during the primary. Yeah, when you get her in bigger she doses. She quit before Iowa. Remember that. 
Well, she she did terrible. She did absolutely terrible. And in large doses, I went from thinking she was a rock star to just get her off of my screen. Yeah, I know it. The spin on the Alphabet Networks this morning, by the way, is that uh, she was very appealing to many people, but wasn't everyone's first choice. She was often listed as a second choice. Okay. All right. (laughs) You know, and then the whole, the, the fact that she basically called... The guy who just picked her to be the vice president, a racist on a national stage. Is yeah. just, that's just politics, I guess. We well, got... she explained that on, uh, on what's-his-face. Yeah, show. we can talk more about Cold that later, Bear. but yeah. it's back to the hashtag heels up. What is this angle? Why did Mayor, former Mayor, Speaker of the Assembly, Willie Brown of California, write an op-ed for the Chronicle over the weekend urging Kamala Harris to turn down the vice president slot and be attorney general? Why did he do that? I, go ahead. Do you, do you know? More? Yeah, I, I read know. it. It, it it made perfect sense. It, it did. It says that uh, she would have uh, tremendous power to shape the nation's law and law enforcement and reform and the rest of it. Plus, she would be uh, removed enough from the White House that she'd remain a very viable candidate for 2024. And you think that's the only reason? It could be. Mm, the only you reason he think, wrote that? Well, there would be not be a hashtag heels up with pictures of Willie Brown as a 60-year-old man with her on his arm at a party if she were going to be the attorney general. I think Willie loves being shown as the man about town and the squirer of young there babes. Is, here they are at a party together when he's 60 and she's 30. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he hates that. That's not a crime, by the way. But uh, You think he he's digging that, huh? I, I I don't think he hates it. <laughs> so so there's no reason for him to try to hide that or have that uh, come back. There's no hiding that. I mean, that's been common knowledge for, for yeah. decades in Cal Unicornia. Well, you know how in presidential races, there's lots of stories that have been around for a while, and when people start digging yeah. in a presidential race, they turn into more. Yeah. I don't know if there's more there. You know, I don't know what it could even possibly be. Unless somebody would come forward and say, oh, yeah. I, I, I five candidates I wanted, but Willie Brown said, you got to pick her. I have no choice. Sure. That'd be a story. I had three men and two women who were far more capable, but I was forced to pick Kamala Harris. I don't know that that's the case, but so what's our, certainly could what's be. our official show position on hashtag heels up? Though? Well, I'm not using that term. I'm, dis- that's, I'm, dis- that's, I'm pretty disgusted by it. Yeah, that's she many. Quit saying it. Are you, are you Putin? Are you fancy bear over there? <laughs> Please, you hacking, you hacking the show. I'm a little fancy, and I could be a bear if I swung that way, but I'm not a fancy bear. <laughs> oh, boy. So what's our official position as yeah. a show? Are we disgusted by it? Uh, no. You think it's the worst side of America? <laughs> Why do you keep offering me ridiculous choices? Because, I don't know, it makes for a good conversation. <laughs> I give you two choices, and they're both awful. Hey, look. <laughs> All's fair in love, war, and politics. That's what I say. All right. I'm not going to go way over there. You know where over there is about it. I just, just a nakedly ambitious, poor That's choice of words, not probably. The right poor choice it. of words. That was I, very I unfortunate. That was intentional. That was, uh, <laughs> you know, I think probably we're better off ending the segment yes, than any exactly. other idea. Exactly. Yeah, let's, let's all contemplate where we want to go, what we want to say for a minute. Our text line, 415. I'd like to hear from you. 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Found 
Fauci doubts that Russia's coronavirus vaccine is safe and effective. Gottlieb said, I wouldn't take it. <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. More on that at later. the same stage as 25 other ones. Putin. Man, he's a master of PR, though. Yep. Anyway, more to come. Oh, hey, uh, I think I may have come across the perfect example of why people are so cynical about the COVID response thing. And this, I found a woman in the United States of America who is the perfect, she is the hope diamond of idiot government officials. Okay. And, and the sort of person who makes people like me bristle at the thought of more government in control of more aspects of our lives. She is the hope diamond. Of government jackass. This is what we call in the business a tease. You're going to tell us about I, this later. I will tell us about this later. Well, I'll stay By tuned. God, you can't stop me. I will stay tuned then. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll do it next segment. If I was going to switch over to sports, but I'll stay here. If there are no sports, well, I suppose there are a little sports. If um, if you don't get the next hour, or you can't be around, or whatever, just grab the podcast later. Armstrongandgetty.com. So I was listening to some folks talk about the Big Ten uh, canceling their football season. They said they're postponing it till next year. What what the heck does that mean? They might start playing in January. All oh, really? the all the sports. They might try to get the seasons in starting in January. I thought I saw it postponed till fall twenty twenty, but I might no, I just met, misread that. But that's not the point. Anyway, so a lot of big football conferences are not going to play football this fall, uh, and they'll they'll go winter or spring at the earliest. Their fear is there have been at least in the Big Ten there a lot of athletes have gotten the vid. And they're fine. They're asymptomatic or very mild symptoms, and young healthies tend to just do fine with it. Except for they've found at least four player Big Ten athletes, young healthy people, had the vid, got over it quickly, but now have cardiomyopathy. And pardon me, uh, cardiologists, if I'm getting the term a little wrong, it's an inflammation of the heart muscle which is one of the weird, insidious aspects of this disease that's freaking people out. Is that something you have forever? It can do that to the brain as well. Well, it weakens the heart muscle and can cause uh, cardiac problems for the rest of your life. Mm. Um, Now, I don't know if there's any rehab from it for a young person or whatever. I'm not an expert in it. But they're saying, wow, we don't really have a grip on how many of these kids who seem fine have heart muscle damage. And so we really need to be a little more cautious than we thought last week. Because it was just last week the Big Ten said, hell yeah, we're playing football. And they had a complete turnaround, and it's because of the uh, the cardio What issues. if you ask them, what would they want to do? They are adults. You don't have to make decisions for them. They're d- d- adults mm-hmm. as college people. I'll bet they would want to play. Yeah, probably. Doesn't mean that's the right thing to do. But. Yeah, I don't know. I, you're right on paper, but I've been making the argument as forcefully as I can that 22-year-olds are not really adults these days, or at least a lot of them aren't. Um, so but, I can't flip-flop on this. And if I'm running a league, I have a moral imperative not to put people at risk for that, I think. If you want to form a league and play football, fine. I'm not going to be party to it. Yeah. Well, that's, you know, for, uh, I've known a couple of people that were big time college athletes. And, you know, you're on, uh, in some of the sports, if you're good enough, this is devastating in that I'm not going to get to show the world why I'm worth $5 million a year. And that mm-hmm. might cost me ever making $5 million a year. Sure. And then if you're on the other end, but there's no chance you're going to be a pro or you're in a sports where there's really no such thing as pro, you're a rower or whatever. 
I've known people like this. They, this is what they this is what they live for. This is what they get up at five o'clock in the morning to exercise for two hours before they go to class for. Right. And now they don't get to do it. I mean, that would just be devastating. Yeah. But yeah. there, you know, there's all kinds of sucky things that have happened though for all kinds of people. Right. So it's just, yeah. you know, it sucks for everybody. Yeah. This this sucks. The vid sucks. I think we all agree on that. Ted Williams was the LeBron, LeBron James of baseball in the 40s and went off to fight in World War II in the midst of his career. Right. After his best year he ever had. Yeah. It's just, it, you know. It's, Hundreds of Major League Baseball guys did. Things like this happen. Yeah. It does suck, though. Oh, I feel bad for the kids. I mean, 97% of college football players, and I made that statistic up, but it's probably pretty close, will never even sniff an NFL practice field. Sure. Much less play on Sundays. So this is their last great hurrah, and their identities to... Uh, I know big-time college athletes who still see themselves in their 50s as big-time college athletes. But, again, I also know people like around here who are married with kids and no longer have a job. Yeah. And that's a problem, too. So right. there's, it's like I keep telling my kids, everybody in the world hates this situation for a variety of reasons. Yeah. Yeah. I was especially struck for some reason this morning walking into the uh, the radio ranch. What a ghost town it is. No cars in the parking lot. Nobody walking down the street. Now, granted, I show up at Odark 30, but there's a, some human activity. I know. Isn't it awesome? It, 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 it's it, freaking mm, awesome. It's usually awesome. For some reason this morning, it just struck me as sad. That's still awesome for me. When I go to the bathroom and it's wide open, then I'll be happy again. Go down to the lunchroom. There's nobody there. Uh, yeah. Nobody's dirty dishes in the sink. Walk straight up to the coffee machine. I'm going to get coffee now. <laughs> there has been a nobody in front of me. Significant drop in the amount of dishes. Oh, yeah, I'd say. The upside. Armstrong and Getty.